Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching and you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. Hey team! Sup? How we doing guys? Welcome back to another fine episode of the Ring Lovers Podcast. My name is Matt and this is with Pinky. Sup people! We are back here again to answer and enjoy the sport of Muay Thai and everything inside a ring, Ooh. so to speak. <laughs> Within reason. Within reason. Um, how's your week been, mate? It's, um, yeah, it's been busy. Busy bit, one. Lots and lots and lots on. You were saying you're a little bit sore? Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> fucked. We did a, uh, a good... Where was that? Wednesday, wasn't it? Wednesday. Wednesday and I'd, and I'd run... I'd started running again earlier in the week and it's just a culmination of... Yeah. We're getting, we're getting the man back in some work and order here. We're getting, yeah. getting the body back moving, which is good. Lower back's not killing me, which is good. No, yeah. Mine's a bit, mine's a bit sore. Yeah. Picked my kid up. He's getting heavier. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man, he is, man. He's, he's getting heavier. So I picked him up for... It's almost the last time. Here's a funny thing I was um, going to carry him to bed the other night this is just a bit of a dad moment to, to went to carry my kid to bed the other night I said mate do you want me to carry you to bed he goes nah I'll walk he goes I don't want you to carry me anymore and I was like my little piece of my heart broke I'm like oh, my boy's growing up because uh, I talk about it with Beck all the time that the, there's going to be a day that you pick up Antoine for the last time and you won't know it yeah you know what I mean it's just yeah. that, that one and it's like, I was like no nah, don't tell me it's going to be that last time yeah but, yeah um, yeah yeah, nah, it's just, um, For sure. I'm fine, yeah, we've, we're just going back to school, so, um, uh, yeah, having a bit of sad times because my little boy's not around me anymore. Yeah, I haven't done I love Dubbit, I, lo- I love Dadden, man, yeah, I love Dadden, yeah, I, yeah, I love everything about it, I love that he comes here and he's a part of the gym and a part of our gym culture and Yeah, I'm the same, man, like it's so good, like, having the kids, like, that's what I do miss about the missus when she was fighting, when, you know, now she's not, not having the kids in the gym every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I do their, you know, do their sessions each week, but... It's not the same. Nah, yeah, 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 you're right. But um, yeah, it's um, hopefully I can get them fights next month. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not holding me breath, but yeah, got them both nominated. So. And where would that be? In Melbourne. Yep, cool, cool, cool. Muay, Muay Thai Vic. Um, I just spoke to Sai last night, sort of yep. about it, and he's not. He wouldn't. He said, "Don't hold your breath." There's no weight. Yeah. There's no official weight divisions at those sizes, at those ages, even. Yeah, no, like course, they haven't yeah. done anything. Haven't really done anything to set it up yet. But. Stepping stones, things are in, in place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, ah, cool. Um, we uh, so when's uh, Australia wide shows have started? What's um, we we're talking about a show that's on this weekend. Um, that who does that? Chris Bradford's fighting on. That's a show in Victoria, I think it is. Yeah, kickboxing. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a kickboxing show. Are there any big Muay Thai shows on this weekend? No, the next. One that I know of, I guess, is Roots. Yep. That's on in two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I think Jordan and Nick Keros are on that. Oh, yes, they are yeah, too. Yep, so, yep, yep. Um, we have finally got some fights booked in. We've got um, Young Shari fighting boxing. Uh-huh. Um, Panna fighting Muay Thai. And... My new boy Brandon, um, shout out Brandon. He listens to this every Monday. Okay. Yeah. So um, shout out to him. He's he's having his first fight next weekend. We only sort of just found out about the fights. I think 
Monday this week. Maybe it was. Yeah. It wasn't very far out. So, yeah. Who cares? Everyone's training. So, Brandon's been copping it this week. Just fucking big sessions, big hard sessions. Yep. And he's starting to realise now what it's about and what it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, one thing I do want to mention to you, oh, that you'd know about this, and I just, you know, the, the big one that's coming up, the, probably, yeah. this is probably one of the biggest Australian fights that's out, or that's been announced of recent yeah. times, would you be about right? Uh, probably the, the biggest announcement was probably the, the two Brazilians versus, or mainly um, Lobo versus... Uh, oh, that was the tag versus, team? No, 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 it was just going to be, no, no, it was just going to be... Chad Collins versus Lobo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And then that got postponed due to the scandemic. Yep. Um, but this one is massive. This is a massive matchup, man. I'll let. Uh, so it's on. It's on the. We got. Um, they announced it the other day. It's on the Affliction uh, Pro Series. I fought on there for boxing last year. It's a very good show. I like it. We've spoke about it before. Yeah. Uh, it's on the twentieth of March. Twenty sixth of March. Yep. And the main event for that is David the Human. <laughs> <laughs> Dave the Human Penipede. <laughs> um, versus... Um, Yusuf Bourganum. Yes. From, so. from Belgium, who is a superstar. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> Dave's been knocking on the door of superstardom um, for a while, and Yusuf is... He kind of just got knocked off his perch recently, um, beaten for the 72.5 kilo WBC world title by... Liam Nolan, I think it was. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, oh, was that the one that we... The split points yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yes, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, Yep. Um, but, you know, Yusuf's been on the Thai scene for a long time. He's been... He's been around for a long time. Big yeah. name. I remember he fought in a 16-man tournament, which was like one fight a month. The first um, Thai fight series okay, um, yeah. back in 09, he was in that 16-man. And the only reason I don't think he won... The reason he didn't win that... Um, which Fabio Pinker ended up winning it anyway, which was pretty good. But the only reason I don't think he won it is because it was during Ramadan and he wasn't eating yeah, okay. during the day. So, so how was it uh, with the final, the final split? Like, was it a points loss, split points loss? You know, like he, he just didn't pull the trigger enough, you don't think? No, nah, so he didn't get through to the, the final. Oh, okay. oh, the okay, final right. ended up being Fabio Pinker versus Pet Moncon. Pet Moncon. Um, and it came down to one punch, like Fabio dropped Petmoncon through laziness, pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was actually that pretty much ended Petmoncon's career. He yep. like he was because if the tie wins it, they don't have to pay out. They don't. They don't have to pay the hundred percent of the fucking purse. Oh, like, right. That was kind of how it was. It was like so they don't have to pay the management fees because the promoter was the manager. Yeah, so they only right. have to pay whereas Fabio beat him and fucking literally he was just unpromotable after that I think he had a couple of fights overseas and that was about it after yep. that Pit Um, you know, he's a trainer and yeah so is this uh, st- now his, his real nickname is Deck Deck isn't it yeah now where did that come from do you know uh, from Thailand because yep. it means like kid little kid yeah okay right, right. That, yeah, yeah so he, yeah, um, okay, right. he was at um, I think I think it was at Get Pon Tip and they were like, because um, he was such a little kid, he was like a little, big little kid when he was yeah, there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, is um, looking at this fight, I mean, you know more about Yusuf than I do. I know a little bit about Dave and stuff and seen him here. Is he, um, is this a big step up? Yeah. In, I think it's a good time skill? to It's yeah. a good time to good do time, it. You know, good time not... to do it because Yusuf is, you know, he's been knocked off his perch now. He's starting to, you know, I think 
mate who might have two years left in him. Dave, yeah. Dave's still got a good fucking ten. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, it's yeah, it, it is. It's definitely a step up in experience and and level of fighter, but at the same time, it's the right time to do it due yeah. to where yeah. Yusuf is at in his career. And when when was Dave's last fight? You know? uh, George Mann on. Oh yep. Um, I guess it was the start of. Was this time last year when I was over there at Muay Thai Grand Prix for um, when Doug and Jason fought? Doug oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jason yeah. fought Damon. That's D- right, Dougie yeah. fought um, Stephen Kirk. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's so right. I'm guessing I'm guessing that was the that's when it was because I helped I cornered for Dave on that fight. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it was. I guess that's when it was. And, when, and Yusuf was last was lean last week. Uh, and who did he fight last week? Tie, can't yeah. remember the tie's name. Yeah, it's funny that how um you can look at it's it's harder to do in Muay Thai when it's like you would ask who their last fight was. You know, like when you look at boxing or you look at MMA or you look at other you know those combat sports where it's like they are one fight every couple months as opposed to Muay Thai where it's like cool I'll fight this weekend. Yeah. you know like that jump in jump out. MMA's got a little bit more of that culture in like the jump in jump out, you know short notice sort of thing. Boxing obviously doesn't because you're mm. trying to build your name up. You don't want any O's on that thing, and you want to yeah. make sure that's you know selective. I get it because that's the that's the rise in the boxing world. But yeah. you know, like I suppose when you're looking at a Muay Thai fighter, their last opponent isn't all isn't always that important. As yeah, in, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, who is it? You're better off probably going to go. Who were their last five opponents? You know, like because you look at like you know, like you may fight. You know, Dave might fight an Australian dude who we don't know, and then he's fighting this guy, and then you know, like in those last five fights, he's fought, you know, three huge names and two. You know, his last two fights were against dudes that no one really knows. So you I know, I think his last, oh, I can do probably his last four. Yeah, last one was George Mann. Before that, I'm pretty sure was, I reckon it was Jake Lund. Yeah. Before that, I'm pretty sure it was Competlek. Um, let us know, Dave. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know that, and we'll we'll, we'll we'll let it go next weekend. We'll tell everyone next yeah. weekend. But I think it was something like I, I should know. He's one of the guys, probably one of the only guys that I literally like follow his whole career. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, on that note about that you mentioned, Jake Lund, he's coming back too, isn't he? Yeah. He's due, I think I was just looking at it, Saturday, March 19th. He's on Rise Championship. I've just seen that. Mm, saw that. Yes, do, does he have a name of who he's fighting? Do we not know? Not sure. Not no. Yeah. Definitely needs to fight Charlie Bub again. Um, that's, uh, I think they're one on one. Yeah, okay, cool. So that'll be, that's, oh, actually, I think I do know who he's fighting. I'm not sure if I can say though. Shh. Yeah. Let's keep it secret just in case. It's um but yeah, it's a good it's a good first fight back though. Yeah, kill. Kill 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 kill. Alright, what do you got tonight? You got sparring tonight? Oh you've got all sorts of yeah. stuff you got you got on tonight. I'll get I'll get back down to the gym. I'm gonna be a little bit late, but I'll get back down yeah, to the gym. Yeah, we've got sparring tonight too. Yeah, so this is um, Friday everyone. This is Friday no, the no, mo- right, Friday yeah. before the Monday. Friday before the Monday. <laughs> and um yeah, we're still a little bit away. You've got uh you put your you put your nominations in for stuff here as well. Yeah, uh, um, for March, I think it is. Apex, yeah, yeah, yeah Apex I've nominated, nominated them. Most we've, of my guys, we've yeah. We've put a couple of our nominations in as well. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some hear back from that. I think they're focusing on the MMA for that one more. But it seems that a lot of MMA matches have been matched, and we haven't. There's heard heaps much of more tired ones that have been matched. I think. 
Okay. Like um, I know, I think Jordan's got six matched on there. Oh, also. cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, oh, sweet. Just yeah, don't know if anyone's bothering to match me. That's all. <laughs> it's a start. Yeah. But first event, here we go. Here yep. we go. We've got boxing coming up in a couple of weeks first. Yep. We've got Jai, maybe a couple of other guys going. Yeah, cool. But um, I think I'll be just doing a lot of Melbourne trips at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just road, road tripping it and doing it on a budget. Beauty. Yeah. Beauty. So, Alrighty. Well, shall we roll into a couple of these questions, sir? Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you like to start with? I'll open up mine, which you've sent me. Yeah. Look at mine. Look, look at mine. Look at mine. Look at mine. Um, bu- 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 let's, let's start with. We'll go. We'll do the hygiene do's and do ah, yeah, that's right. That was mine. Yeah, that was mine. Do's and do nots. Do's and do nots. So one one thing I sent this in just because I thought every now and then I'll, I'll be sitting and I'll think of a, a question that's not a, not even a technical shit, just more about like. I don't know, just general ethics or what to do or gym, gym courtesies and stuff like that. that almost the unmentions. The things that, that you don't mention that, that, that by after being at a gym for a year, you should just fucking know. You know? So I thought one of the things is, is hygiene. Um, just saying about coming to training, I was talking about it on my podcast today and I didn't know whether I smelt or not because actually I'm not a huge, like, man, I'm not a huge deodorant guy. I'm not. I don't, don't spray it. a whole, I, I just don't. I don't like, And it, it's like, I expect people to tell me if I smell for one. I also know when I do smell and stuff yeah. like that. But um, yeah, if you are a smelly, if you're a smelling, smelly person, smelly person, put your deodorant on. That's a good start, all right? Have a can in your car, all right? Especially with Muay Thai with your clinching and you're touching each other and all that yep. sort of stuff try and have a general clean smell about you that's the first one i know we all get sweaty all that sort of stuff um the other one is short nails if you're going to do clinching that's a big one people forget about their nails because they're wearing gloves all the time yep. when you rip your gloves off to do clinch at the end of the session make sure your your nails are short yep and also try and keep your hair tight up whether you're a bloke or a chick or whatever just keep your hair up and out of the way as best as you can. Yep. I think they're the big ones that I was always on about, you know. My other one is after take if you're gonna be clinching after doing pads and bag work, wash your hands. Cause stinky fucking wraps. Yeah, that's right. What, like and wraps, guys. This is probably my biggest one. Take your fucking gear out of your bag when you get home. Yes. And air the fucking shit out. Like, in the boot of your car is not airing out your fucking bag, <laughs> your stuff. If you have to get up and go to work in the morning, what you do is you, when you get home from training at night, take your fucking shit out your bag, hang it up so it's got air blowing past it, not <laughs> not piled under the fucking laundry sink. Put it somewhere because wraps stink. If if your gloves stink, your wraps stink. If your wraps stink, your gloves stink. Nah. And then the one thing that should never stink is shin guards. But do you know how many stinky fucking sets of shin guards? That's something that I, it's fucking yeah. weird. That that proves that they just they sweated them and leave them in their bag. Yeah, yeah. Like. Don't be so fucking lazy and don't be so dumb to forget your shit. If, if you yeah. take it out of your bag, it's easy. Before you go to work in the morning, you pack your fucking bag again, leave your bag open, yeah, yeah. leave it on the back seat of your car so it's fucking got some sort of you know, yeah. openness about it, not in the boot, uh, sweating. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm a total hypocrite. <laughs> right now, my man, like, now it's different because I've got a gym, I've got a place for my, yeah. my stuff, and I'm a, and the other thing is, is now I'm an adult, all right, so I've got some fucking pride <laughs> and some, like, know-how, but, like, yeah, I used to do that. I used my bag, used to say in my car, and it'd be like, it was, yeah, it was horrendous. It was let, horrendous. So take it out of your car, guys, please. Let, let, me tell you, let me tell you something, a little fun fact about me. I never wash wraps. Yeah. I never I somehow wash gloves. 
I never wash. Do you, have you had, do you get people come and ask you how to wash gloves? I haven't. No. Do you know how to wash gloves? I would never do it, so I don't know. My point exactly. Yeah, put it That's in the freezer. Exactly put it in, in the freezer and kill off the fucking germs that way. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Never heard that one. But um, like I I don't wash any of my training gear, and I and I mean fucking none of it, and it never smells. Mm. Never, never did, and I was always been the same. I've you know I didn't always have a gym. I didn't always have leave my shit at the gym. Yeah, I used to have yeah. to take it home. But it would literally be in my bag for the journey there and the journey home. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's out getting air. Yeah. And and it's just general looking after your gear too. You know, no, it, it doesn't rot when it's not That's fucking. Right, yeah. If it's stinking, it's rotten. Yeah. Gets more life out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's a general hygiene thing. And do kids. the same with your genitals. Yes. Let them out. No yeah, one wants. No one wants a stinky willy at the gym. No. Either. No. Air like your shower. <laughs> shower. That's right. But yeah, so that was my one. I just wanted to bring that up to make sure that everyone knows. Look after your, your partners by not being smelly. Yes, 100%. Um, oh, yeah. We'll get onto the technical stuff in a moment. Um, we'll, do, we'll go through some of the other stuff. I've got one here um, similar to one that Joel asked us about working and that, like life balance and burnout advice. Um, I... Man, I say it all the time, like, don't train hard all the time. Train. Train, keep your body conditioned from training. You can train every day. Mm. Like, it doesn't mean you have, like, intensity. Your intensity yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're always training, you don't have to fear burning out because you're not burning, you're not thrashing yourself. But if, you, if you're always training hard, then one, it's not really smart. Why are you training hard all the time? If you've got no fights coming up, maybe, you know, one in every fucking 10 sessions, you might want to fucking smash a session just to fucking, yeah. just to feel it. But aside from that, just, just train, just cruise along. I was going to say, it's like, it's generally how you feel. You've got to listen to your body. Yep. You know, like listening to your body, I think is a big thing in regards to burning out. Like there's times where you're tired and there's times where you actually need a rest. Like yep. there's times where you're like, oh no, no, I'm going to... Just go to the gym and get through my however many bag rounds I'm going to yep. do. All I need to do is get through them. Yep. And then there's another day where you're not going to do all of them. Yes. You can only do half. And then the rest of the time is like a walk or yeah, a sort sure. of thing. You know, like it's just listening to your body is a big thing. I'm a big, I'm a big advocate on on like uh, not stopping because I I the constant thing you stop and how hard is it to start again? So it's just taking your foot off the it's idling. Yep. You know, like you're coasting down a yep. hill. You know, like as being a training to, partner. That's right. Yeah. Not yeah. not being a selfish prick going, oh, I'm rock up to training. I should be getting my pads. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just just be doing stuff. You I know. Mean, we're lucky in the fact that our job itself is working out. Like yeah. I get days where it's like, oh shit, I haven't done it. Like because I like working out, I try and work out most days. Yep. There'll be days where I get home and I'm like, oh, I've only done my run today or whatever. I wanted to hit bags and pads, and I'm like, oh shit, hang on. I've demoed a jab, cross, right kick a thousand times through so many clients and blah, blah, blah. Oh, hang on. I've, I've done a thousand kicks on each leg today yeah. just through demo. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've worked out all day. Yeah, for sure. Just out of sheer demonstration. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. We're not, we're not smashing it. So we're not burning ourselves no. out. Or even, you know, this person, this is, this is um, Bryony Soden from, um, from WA. She's like up and comer in the, in the female scene. Huge, huge potential. Um, her and her, her bro both fight. Um, Where do they train? They're at um, 
three, what, what did he change the name to? Three Lions? Sam Singh Thor. Yeah, Three Lions. Um, Max McVicker's dad's gym. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Um, super, super talented. And the thing is, we're, like she, she's written in the question about life balance and where I think people go wrong with life balance is partying. Like, I, I, I'm not saying that's what she's saying in this, though. Yeah. But people think downtime needs to be having a fucking, having, like, part, like you know, being able to party with your mates or whatever. Mm. Like, there's downtime. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it's, downtime is relaxing, you know? Like, you, you're not, I believe, when you start doing Muay Thai and if, you, if fighting is going to be your thing, if your mind goes to, I'm missing out on partying, are you really in that scene for the right reason? Are you really doing what you're doing for the right reason yeah. anyway? Like, there's there's absolutely no positive at all. People, oh, well, you know, switching off. It's, you know, relax. And fuck, none of that is relaxing. Pumping yourself full of alcohol or yeah. drugs or whatever. It's, it's. I, I think what the... It is so much... I, I, I know what you're saying. I think what happens with, with like... Obviously, we're past it, so we're past that thing, and we can see like, oh fuck, like we should not have, like we needed to focus more, when, you know, and that sort of thing. So we've got hindsight is that beautiful thing. But what happens, I think, like, because I remember growing, like, coming through, and you probably would have been the same. It'd be like you fight, like I was, I was dumb. I, I told you, like I'd fight and then take a month off because I felt I was entitled to that month off. You know what I mean? I think that's what happens with dudes as well it's like the whole thing of like even on fight night yeah. you know like you do your fight like like man there'd be times where I'd be walking out from fighting not even do, like still hobbling on the way out and I'd have mates pass me a drink mm. you know you know what I mean and it's like and like that's the to, to the people who aren't involved that's the thing that they're waiting for they're waiting for the partying with the dude who did it yeah, yeah, as yeah. opposed to us you know like who, who have done it and we get to party with the people who supported us, I think. And I think that's what gets too, like, caught up within the post thing. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, it's like all that build up. We say, no, 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 we can't do this. We can't do that. And then we, when, we, when we're taking off that leash again and we're relaxing again, it's like the relaxing turns into not just that night or that weekend. It's like, oh, no, no, I've done the hard work for the last... Yeah. Six weeks. Which is why a lot of people can. have one fight and then disappear. Exactly, right. I, mean, I was a celebrate, example of that, Celebrating man. for the rest of time, yeah, you know. That's right, man. I, mean. like, I celebrated for six months after my first fight, yeah, you know. Like, and, it was and, like, and, and I think I think where people sort of man, you you become an athlete. And athletes yeah. you need to recover your body and man, there's no reason why you can't have a good time with your mates. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that. Like the thing is I I'm gonna I'll point the finger at me. When I started fight training the minute I started fight training, I stopped drinking. Yeah. And then, yeah, it didn't stop me like while I wasn't in fight prep, fight camp, whatever you want to call it, I would still go out. You know, yeah, like yeah, mates yeah, would have yeah, a 21st, yeah. I'd be there. Mates would fucking have, you know, a big get together at the pub, I'd be there. Yeah, yeah. Man, just, just fucking say no. Yeah, it, I could do that. Yeah. I could do the lead up stuff. It was the after where I fell over. Yeah, see, like the thing is, that's where trainers a trainer's job is to not give that leeway. Yeah. All right, you want to fight yeah. again? Then don't fucking disappear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's, that should be a given, I believe, for trainers. If you, did, if you don't come back by, like, mind you, if you don't come back by the Thursday after the fight, don't bother coming back. Yeah. Like, 
it's yeah we've spoken about that before like my, my thing is like, I reckon you should come back to the gym just because all the fucking people here supported you helped you get ready yeah shouldn't you come back and say hey man cheers well even cheers for coming I know we can't come like oh cheers for buying the stream yep you know like something like that you know yep and then you know even if you come in even if you're banged up come in and help your trainer run classes and shit yeah you know yeah. like it's there's, there's absolutely no reason why you can't um, be back in the gym like be back being part of it doing something not burning yourself out just so back to that you no. don't have to go back in and start smashing it straight away no it's just not having massive amounts of time off then but constantly training so you don't burn yourself out and having life not you're not missing out on anything like what you think you're missing out on is this fucking drinking culture or or you know all your mates are out partying fucking like whoop dee you know what I mean like it doesn't mean you can't go to these no, fucking places right. with yeah, these people say, yeah. if you're not in you know for my gym and, and you know your gym it's like three and four weeks prep yeah in, if you're in that three or four weeks prep for my gym if you're in my three weeks prep for my gym and you um, and you and I see you're going out at night time forget me matching you on the next fucking show yeah yeah it's three fucking weeks of your life yeah that's right if you I say that as well just yeah. shelf life Are yeah you doing shelf it's life actually not hard week? at no. all and this is where you know the system has fucking ruined a lot of people by them actually believing how important, you know, all this crap is and oh, I'm going to lose my friends because I'm committing to Muay Thai. Man, if, if not, those friends aren't supporting you, they're not your fucking friends. Man. Those friends should be, like, all my friends that I used to hang out with, we had a massive drinking culture. Um, sadly, most of them still do. Like, but when I first started doing Muay Thai 20 years ago, those guys... I would go Friday night, finish sparring, go to the pub to see him. That'll be sitting around drinking. I'd hang out for an hour. I'd go home because I knew I was going to be going running the next day. Yeah. Man, I missed out on nothing. I got to no. hang out with my mates, the same dudes. I fucking had dinner with them. I hung out with them. I, if, I did, if I was, you know, in fight prep, then I wouldn't go to the pub after fucking yeah. training on a Friday night. I mean, if you really sit down and think about it, the only thing you're missing out is a couple of fucking hangovers. And you know what? That's exactly <laughs> right. But the thing is, everyone... You know, the people who aren't supporting you, who say they're supporting you, are always like, oh, come on, man, you know, you fucking, we had such a good night the other night. Bull fucking shit. It was another night of you sinking piss or taking pingers or fucking racking coke off, off some fucking hooker's bum. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, fucking you, hell, you, I grew up with the wrong people. <laughs> you missed, you, oh, shut up, you're on the pingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> true, true. Touche. Touche. Um, yeah, it was, it's, you're not missing out on anything. Like, honestly, you're not. Like, these, the things you think you're missing out on are the things the system has brainwashed you into thinking yeah. you're missing out on. Um, so, train all the time. You don't have to be training hard all the time. You train hard when you have a fight coming up. You stay just fit enough and you're eating properly all the time. You have, you know, when you're not in fight prep, you might have, you know, if you want to do that cheat meal thing or whatever you want to call it, go for it. Doesn't mean you have to, but if you want to do that to, you know, keep yourself comfortable in the mind, then cool. But there's no reason why you can't balance life and and not burning out and that sort of thing you know yeah if you're if you're wanting to go to training and then still go to the fucking go out with your mates every fucking night or you know all your mates are doing this and that man what, where's your priorities that's it well, what do you want to do you yeah know, like I'll tell you this straight up Muay Thai doesn't wait around no it doesn't you know like like sport like if sporting I think I think that's what you're looking at like if sporting if sport is what you want to do 
you have like a fucking very, very short window to get in there and get what you want to do, like what you want to do done. Like you can do all the part. I mean, sure, you'll be a loser going to a club at 35, dancing around because you missed it at 25. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But, but you soon realise at 35 that that ain't fucking, that ain't yeah, even cool yeah, anyway. Yeah. You know? It was um, never cool at 21. Yeah. It's cool in my kitchen, bro. I love dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it, it's like, yeah, if... if yeah, you got a short window, man. So, like, if this is what you what you're gonna do, and you think that you have talent in it, then pour your time into this. Let talent. me correct you there. If if your trainer thinks you've got talent in it, because yes. you, you may not believe it that you have that potential, but if your trainer does, there's a fair chance you do, and it's just your head that you've got to get straight. So yeah. don't. So then don't then go to like this chat we had beforehand, where you know people party and stuff and only take short notice fights. Because then they've got an excuse to lose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was yeah, a fucking yeah. really... That, it was actually like a fucking six-word six question. <laughs> <laughs> that, that took nailed a little fucking time. Yeah, fucking nailed it, all right? Uh, um, what, uh, do you have any other non-technique questions in uh, your... Non-technical, I did. Let me just give me... Sorry. Just give me... Bear with me. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, this is more uh, CrossFit and tie boxing together. Do you rate it? Personally, definitely has its benefits. Um, for those of you who know anything, would know who the Riddler is, Darren Reese. Darren Reese. And they're very, very hard into their CrossFit. Um, his, you know, world champion, Kaylee Reese. She, right. She's fucking. CrossFit analogy. She, yeah, yeah. She said it. If she had CrossFit during her, during her career, she would have been like she was man. She was almost unbeatable anyway, but yeah. she would have been an absolute well, beast. Well, she did. It's just called weights. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all CrossFit is. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. Just hit, but she didn't know? do it. She didn't. Yeah, she, that's she, right. she didn't, yeah. That wasn't yeah, part okay, of her yeah, training. Whereas, yeah, so she she'd incorporated that. Like, if, if it yeah. wasn't around, it was like what it wasn't. Yeah, around. it was just what just didn't have a name yet. Yeah, yeah. So take take the name out of it, and I've said it a million times. If my guys, not like CrossFit is in the competition style CrossFit, I. That name needs to be fucking ditched. I think it has. I think the dude got into trouble and he got cancelled. Oh, did so he? I don't think it's called CrossFit. Oh, good. Yeah. So it, it should just be called cross training, or it should be called strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Because um, CrossFit as a competition where it's just like fucking maximum reps, maximum pay, like that sort of shit. Like, fuck that. But if you're doing like body, bo- like what's the what's the word? Functional training. Yeah. Functional training, functional fitness, yeah. yeah. Functional fitness to suit what you're doing, fucking great. Yeah, but just don't do it on my time. Yeah, like you, your yours is like your strength and conditioning. You expect your guys to do outside. Yeah, yeah. So my, like, yeah. my guys, you know, I don't you know, have an experienced have, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. My guys, their their weakest link is Muay Thai, which is what they're there for. Me. Yeah, yeah. If they if they want to do the rest of it, good, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Jason's probably at the point now where he could probably do strength and conditioning and actually get some benefits from it. But when you've had three or four fights, you ain't getting shit from it. Just get your gas tank up. Yeah, which and learn still, good basics, which is still fucking yeah. But yeah. I mean, like that, and that CrossFit will give you that gas tank, that fucking yeah, yeah, hard gas tank and shit. I don't like as you said, it's got like there's nothing. The only unbeneficial thing that you'll get from CrossFit is injuries if it's not done correctly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Any, anything fitness wise is gonna help your Muay Thai, but what's gonna help your Muay Thai is fucking Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Potentially, like, you're potentially taking time away from the thing that you're there to do. It's um, real interesting because I've heard a. Uh, uh, 
a, uh, like a coaching thing. There was guys in, in coaching camps, um, boxing, MMA, and there they look at a, a, at a very different sort of thing. They'll go outside their tra- like their training camp, so like we, we, three to four weeks. Outside their three to four weeks is where you're doing all your, yep. your yeah, bad work, pad yeah. work, all that sort of shit. Yeah. And then in your last three, four weeks, all you're doing is strength and conditioning. Yeah, cool. Because you're already, like their thought is, you already know how to fight. Yeah. Your fighting's all done, so get your gas tank, get your strength, all that shit, yeah. right? And you know, like, so they spar and do See, that's, a, that's an elite level thing, you know. That's, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that, when, that's where you're at. When the, you're an amateur and you saw on YouTube that some other, or on Instagram that someone else is doing strength and conditioning because they're a pro and you get on... Man, I've seen it so many fucking times where people are shit at Muay Thai but they focus on every other fucking aspect. They look great! Oh, they abs fo- coming off their abs! Yeah, they focus on every <laughs> fucking aspect. Yeah, they fo- focus on every aspect aside from their Muay Thai, which is their weakest link. And it's literally what ruins them and they end up quitting because they don't... They, they can't win Muay Thai because they're not... Their focus well, they get, is everywhere. They get focus on fucking Muay Thai. Yeah. And then the rest of it, when the time comes, start doing it. So I suppose, you're, yeah, I was going to say, you're like... It's a, it's a gradual thing. Work on your basics, get all that shit going. Then when you hit that level where it's like where you're almost evenly matched skill, like everyone sort of gets evenly matched skill-wise, that's when you can start excelling and becoming yep. stronger, becoming fitter or faster or whatever. That's when you can work on getting your elastic bands on your legs when you're kicking and shit like that. Yep. But before you learn it, do that first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, there's a place for it, but not on my time. And if you're old, if you're old do weights. 100%. I said, that, I said that the other day and um, my, you shared that post. And then yeah, I, that's I, right. I did yeah. A, I, in my story, I said about that, like over 30-year-old men need to keep their legs strong because that's the muscle degradation in legs is the reason why us old men get bad backs and all that sort of shit. So, yeah, it's got its place, just not on my time. So, find time to do it, just not with me. Mine. Nine, yeah. nine to ten on a Wednesday, full tilt. There you go. There you go. Come and do <laughs> That's that. That's where you do. Any of my guys. Panna. Yeah, yeah. Panna. Panna. You want to come up, guys? Come up. Panna, get your ass down here. I do it with you. I do the Wednesday. I actually do the Wednesdays, nine to ten with them. That's why I was dead by the time you came. I should, I should, I should, I should cancel my ten a.m. PT on a Wednesday and come and do that. Or do it. Or just move your ten a.m. to ten thirty. Yeah, me? true. But then I have to come back here for my my Burton PT. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Next one, women in Muay Thai, why is it becoming more popular all round in comparison to gym? Um, I honestly believe a big part of it would have to be... Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. (laughs) Um, I think a big part of it is women now, one, more accepted. Yes. Like really early early days of Muay Thai, most of the girls were butch. Whereas now you can have like prissy girls doing it. And it's like, so people can look at it and go, oh, it's not going to give me massive muscly legs. Now they're like, yeah, I get muscly legs from running. You know? That's right. That yeah. kind of shit. That's the biggest weakness in Thailand before was Thai girls not doing enough running for fighting yeah, because okay. they were worried about muscles in their legs. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. They used to all complain about it. Um, so it's the same as we get it. Like, well, any, any place gets it where they do chicks do push-ups we've heard it all back here's it all the time I don't want to do too many push-ups my arms will get too big 
Uh, mm, uh, it makes me sad. Yeah, so um, we might find that sexy. Just saying, bit of fucking plump on the arms, bit of bit of bit of bit of bit of definition yep, and stuff. Yep. Yeah, like means I'm getting strangled tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, guys. We um, need to put an exclaim- disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. The start of these podcasts, <laughs> That's eh? only PG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't we haven't got anything. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't got, got anything plus yet. Um, that was fifteen plus. Yeah. Um, so I and I think the second thing is probably, um, I think now women are starting to enjoy more exciting stuff. Yes, I think they haven't had, you know, in history there hasn't been the opportunities to, to, you know, men have always been the ones going to war. Men yeah, always, that's you know, right. Yeah, like now women get to go to war. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it's, in a roundabout yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think that's a big part of it. It's more exciting, and and women go to a Muay Thai gym, and you know what? Like, do, girls go anywhere if they're good looking or if they're in their fucking workout outfits. They're getting looked at, right? Yeah. I think there is a lot less creepiness in a Muay Thai gym if you don't have one of my ex students there um, than you would in a normal gym. <laughs> um, and there's always a creep. There's always a fucking... There is. There's, you'll get creeps. Someone's weird uncle always rocks up at the gym. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think um, a big part of it... The, there's a lot, I think, in normal gyms, like weights gyms, there's just those... Yeah, it's, it's, that, it, it's a creepy atmosphere. It's an oogling thing. Yeah, you know, so like we, a chick walks in, you oogle. We don't yeah. have time to oogle. But also, we've got we've got a trainer there telling us what to do. Yes, you stand around and under your own steam in a gym. Yes, and you've got time to sit there and have a Mickey Merv. Like, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But in in a Muay Thai gym, if if I've got you know a couple of hotties in my class. And the boys are standing around in the fucking ring having a fucking look. Yeah, yeah. Goes yeah. the other way as well. Like the girls, like that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, staring at staring at a dude. Whatever. It's it's train, motherfucker. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. So I think there's a lot less uncomfortable feeling. Um, and if you do have that creep in your gym, put them on a fucking leash. Like get them realizing that it ain't gonna fly. Yeah. It's not fucking cool. Don't entertain the. Don't tell them they're not allowed to and then entertain the fact when they're fucking doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, well, look at it from a business standpoint. That that dude or girl who's the creep is going to lose your business. Yep. As well. Not like, like look, like, if you, you, you yeah, go above the, the moral side of it as, like, you'll fucking lose money. You know what I mean? And, and then I've lost clients the moral thing get rid Yeah. And that's why I have the rule. Like, if you work for me, if you're one of my trainers or in my fight team, you no longer have the right to date women in my gym. Like, um, just so everyone knows, we're making a video of this and I'm sitting there picking at my feet. Um, yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Um, yeah, like, you, you, you can't then go shopping at my gym. I can't do much about the general class people, but I, if you're trying to yeah. chat up a girl during class, I'm fucking telling you that you're meant to be training and not fucking. That's right, yeah, yeah. But if you're in the fight team or you're in, like, you can't go shopping in my fucking gym. That's... Because what happens is, here's a really big thing that people don't realise, and as you get a bit older, you do realise it. When you go into a place, and don't get offended anyone, but there's no good looking women in there, you spend an hour in there, you'll find the one that you are willing to fuck. That's you know a what very I mean? good way to put so that when you don't So when you don't have a life, except for Muay Thai, what you're going to do is, you'll, you'll adjust to your surroundings. 
And that chick that you normally wouldn't go for all of a sudden becomes attractive to you. For two reasons. One, because they might be the only one there. Yes. And two, they also have an interest that's the same as yours. Yes, that too. Yeah, for sure. So you're going to have that interest and go, ah. um, But it... You, you then yeah, you start adjusting what you'd normally go for. Yes. What's that? That's the key to, to having a fucking relationship that's not going to work out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're literally settling because of the situation you're in. Yeah. You know, like good word. Settling. Yeah. You've settling got is a good word. which is you know going back to that last question about the life balance and stuff, or not last one, what question before? Like you need that time where you can go and you know. You don't have to be at the gym five nights a week when you haven't got a fight coming up. Yeah. You can go fucking have dinners and you can do this and you can do that. doesn't mean be a fat cunt. Mm. It means go out and socialise so you have a chance to meet people. So you may meet that person, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, so I think a big part of it is of women now being more comfortable in a gym, in a Muay Thai gym, not a normal gym, is the fact that there is a lot less of that sleaziness there's a lot less time to be sleazy because you're not standing around between sets you may have 30 second breaks or a minute break you know like there's not time to chat up yeah you're not not having a chat up in between so you don't have time to say so what are you up to on the weekend yeah 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 like even (laughs) yeah like last night I had a a new girl start and she's her friend who brought her in I've known since she was a baby right and I come walking out of the office like Herbie was running the class doing his thing she's oh hi and I introduce herself I'm like yeah, not now. We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Like, there's yeah, not enough yeah, time, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and that's not me wanting to just cut her off, but it was like yeah, during yeah. during a you know during a thirty second break where she had thirty seconds to get ready for her next round or whatever. That's right, yeah. And and that's how a gym a, a Muay Thai gym a, yeah, yeah. process works. You know, that's right. you've got le- less time to be that sleaze bag. And if you're one of the ones who's around there all the time and you're <laughs> they're in and out. Yeah, people are in and out. They're not there long enough. So they're long enough there to tease you, give you the little dick tease. Yeah, where, yeah Which is yeah. where, you, like, as a as a bloke in a gym who, who just trains six days a week, who doesn't have a life, he starts thinking with his dick a little bit because he doesn't even have a chance to get to know that person. It is that little, you yeah. know. But I do believe there is less likely to have that sleaze bag actions in a Muay Thai gym due to yeah. the lack of time, let alone... Have it, usually having the boss man watching and, and I think a lot of the time too like it, it ends up being partner work so yep. like a girl will partner with a female so it's yep. like they feel confident in that yep. Yep. So, so, and they grow, they rock up with their friends you know I think the other thing as well that help that, that is a big thing is uh, parents want to get their girls into combat sport yep. as, as a self defence thing and yep. I fully encourage it our yep. youngest class today we've got our tiny tilters today is majority of little girls and it's cool. wicked because they're all kicking punching it's wicked Sweet. and then um, yeah nah so I think that's the other one I think mums and dads want to get their girls into doing something that's, that's, po- that's one thing I didn't really think about also it's a, fucking, I mean, like, it's a bad like, world out there yeah 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 and more girls wanting to learn Muay Thai good, good point like more girls want to learn Muay Thai for their fucking safety yep. or like you said more parents putting their girls into Muay Thai for their safety I mean you think like I got asked, oh, when we got asked the other day, do we, I don't even know if we answered it. Did we answer the question the other day, what we do if we were, or is this one of the questions today about a street fight? If we ever get, remember how, I reckon Dino asked us, and I don't think we actually oh. answered it. Remember how Dino, Dino from my gym asked us, what would you, have you ever been in an altercation out yeah. in the street? And would you I ever do anything? I that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll answer it right now. Let's I'll lead into it. that. Let's lead yeah. into that now. Yeah, yeah. So, we're well, going in. So, Dean from my gym asked us last week, and I don't think we got to it. 
well, we're just nothing that we didn't get to it. And we're asked something along the lines of, have we been in any altercations outside of the gym or outside of the ring? And if we did, what would be our go-to? Apart from walking away yep. because I'm a dad and I don't really want to fucking have to deal with going to jail and let my kid fucking raise himself. Yeah, because I would go to jail. Because I would end I'll, up in yeah. jail as well. Yep. Um, or dead, one of the two. Um, no, they would. I, yeah. <laughs> um, my go-to would honestly be something like a fucking push kick. You know, yes, like, to, like, everyone, like, that. that's probably the, like, the, anything away, you know? It's yeah. like that whole thing of when you're, like, even self-defense, they teach in all these little kids things. It's pushing them and say, go, go away. Yeah. So I was like, a teeth, isn't a teeth the best fucking thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, or the other thing about what a, a female can use is fucking a good hard kick straight to the dick. Yeah, you know what I mean? You learn how to kick right, and then you learn how to aim that thing. Yeah. You got a fucking weapon there. But me personally, I'm... I'm push kicking you, and run. You asked me early years while I was still young, while I still went out and stuff. Yes, I didn't drink and that. Um, the reason why I don't drink is because I'm violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I think I was violent enough sober. But man, if you asked me in the early years, you know, you get in a street fight, what's the first technique you use? I'm like a bottle or a chair. <clears throat> like you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, want to yeah. fight, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like right, yeah. if I, if 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 the, if someone's attacking me. I'll do whatever it takes to survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, man, like you said, walk away. It's actually not that hard to walk away and you're not a bitch for doing so. Nah. Um, but if it comes down to the point where you don't really have, you know, a choice, man, when someone's... Man, not, it's not very often they're, they're sober picking a fight. No, nah, that's when right. When someone's on the piss and you fucking do a massive fucking teep to their guts... Yeah, yeah. Or even better, a teep to their fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. Like... They're folding. They're going to be in pain. But get ready for them to get angry. Yeah. So get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, fuck street fighting. I've kicked people in the legs. Leg kicks work good. Yeah, You need yeah, about yeah. two or three of them to slow them down enough yeah, for them to go, that was fuck. The other, that was the other thing I'd say. People, people have asked me, what, what's one thing that you do? It's like, well, you've, you've never seen someone's soul leave their body like it does when you kick someone hard enough in the leg yep. or in the body. Yep. You know, like, just like, not the head. Put it this way. What would I not do? Punch anybody in the face. Yes. You know? One, I'm not risking breaking my weapon. One, I'm not going to break my weapon. Two, if I do happen to hit them and they do fall down, they die because they crack their head, I don't have to deal with that shit. But when, they, so when you kick them in the leg with yeah. a shin bone, don't kick with your foot, yeah. kick them with a shin bone, they're going to remember you for a week. Yeah. Every time they try and get down on the fucking toilet yeah. to take a dump, they're going to be in pain. I had a joke. I used to say to my... If you, if you ever... <laughs> next to my bed, I have a piece of wood and rope. <laughs> you break in, I'm knocking you out and tying you up, Beautiful. and then you will never walk Then you're calling me to come around and do yeah, the rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my thought was like, if you ever break into my house, you're never going to walk properly again. You know, like, that's my thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, man. De- that's... De- debilitate him, stop him from being able to come after you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then run. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> run! Yeah, man, like, if even better, like, honestly, you're not going to a restaurant and getting into a punch on. Like, if no. you are, if you are, you're also a bit of a wanker. That's right. But there is actually not none of the good places you can go to in this world is where the fights happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which you'll soon learn. Yeah. Like as a, as a youngster, like you not you don't get into a fucking you know sometimes man you're at the servo some fucking crackhead comes in and I'm sure there's been a fight at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I there's did, been maybe one. I. <laughs> Uh, no, it's actually funny. There was, a, there was a Thai festival back in like 08 at the zoo. 
in oh, the okay, centre yeah. grass bit. Yeah. And I did the Muay Thai demonstration. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, see, see, fights at the zoo. They happen. Violence. <laughs> Violence ever. But yeah, so that was our leading. So Yeah, sweet. So kill two birds with one stone with that push one. Push kick. Little girls learn how to push kick. Yep. That's, that's yep. Just, oh. If you're, if you're a dude, man, don't think it's been a bitch to go to the, go to the genitals. It's nah. not. Like, man, it's, it's nothing more rewarding than knowing you have to throw one shot and, yeah. and know that you're safe now. Yeah. And, or even more importantly, knowing your fucking family, your kids, your wife, are safe, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, don't go for headshots. It's not worth the time. And I mean time in prison. Yes. Um, what, yeah, so what was the other questions you got there? Um, that was, oh, oh, my phone's up there. Um, well, I'll go on to a technique while we might have to come back to um, what we've got there. Tips on sparring slash fighting um, a female style fighter. Um, you need to you need to know how to cut them off because they're going to be changing angles and getting away from you like it's be in pressure zone is a good way so you know when you step at them you'll step at them you've got to re- learn to read their habits so if you step at them and they're pivoting off with their left leg pivoting off to their left hand side to throw body kicks at you or whatever then you need to step in and step off with your step in throw whatever step off to your right Step in, step off to your right, then throw. You need to learn learn their habits because they it is it is very habitual. A female guy, they'll nearly always do one of say three or four things that they have in their little tool book, toolbox. toolbox. It's like that, 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 It's always the same steps, always the same moves, but it's just what order they throw them in. And knowing, you know, it might be a different, might be a step off knee, step off kick, step off punch, whatever. But you know they're always going a certain direction. Yeah, they move. Yeah. They move their left foot, so you know they're stepping off their left. Whatever. So just just don't get frustrated. Number one, don't get frustrated and give yourself the time to figure out what they're doing. Um, if they're throwing kicks, catch their kicks. That's that's probably my main thing. I would say, especially for like the amateur, like you know, more beginner style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing, throwing just enough to to get the stuff done. You know, like stepping in, boom. All right. And remember, you can, you can't lose sparring. So sparring is the time to be doing that shit, you know. Um, step in, boop, cut them off. Work on it. Work on losing. Who cares, you know? Yeah. It's work on try and figure it out during your sparring time, so that, so that when it comes fight time, you're not going to get frustrated. If you get frustrated in training, then sorry, mate, but you haven't got much fucking hope. But that, yeah, but as you said, that's also where you're meant to get frustrated. Yes, yes, 100% yeah. it is. 100% Put yourself into bad, in bad situations and get yourself out. Yeah. That's what our training is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, yeah, just just work on... When female guys... Female guys usually move a lot. They're, they're reactive. So, one, don't give them the space to be reactive and be in your range so they end up having to be a, just be a striker you know they're not they're not giving them the time to be stepping off not giving them time to react to you or whatever because they're you're in their in their range all the time or if you're female as well just stand there and tap your front leg until someone throws something <laughs> and then block it and no one scores anyway yay yay um what have you got there for me, more I had, more I had. Uh, how important are the fundamentals of footwork, balance, defense, and timing? And should these key con- fund- con- fundamentals, fundamental points, be part of fighters' training program? 
What would you suggest to anyone that are receiving key fundamental points? Well, we touched on these yeah. key fundamental points about balance and timing. We were talking about that when we were talking about the, the left kick as a good defensive work and yep. and stuff like that. For, well, four words, balance and timing, how important are the fundamentals? It's like... It's, if, Fundamentals are the most important of anything. Yeah. You know, like you can't you can't ride with pencil until you learn how to hold it. Yeah. You know, it's so like you can't throw a punch until you learn how to stand properly. So, so if you look at the the how important they're, they're very fucking important. Should they, and should these fundamentals be a part of your program? Well, they should. I can give you an example. Now we do. Um, I use Jai. Uh, footwork. Um, we've spoken about footwork in um, footwork in boxing in amateur boxing is is especially. It's like a drill. Like you go to state training camps and they'll spend an hour just doing yep. ladder drills, footwork drills, da da. It's not yep. to say that they're not important in Muay Thai because you posted only the other day. Yep. Those guys who have all had 200 plus fights checking, blocking down a fucking ladder. You know, simple stuff like that. I did the exact same drill with my guys the other night. Yes, yeah. I did. I did. All right, guys, we're going to do right kicks on the bag yep. for a minute. Just right kicks on the bag for a minute. And then you're going to go. Like I put two ladders together down the whole length of the gym. Sick. Checks all the way down. When you get to the end, knee walk knee all the way back up. Checks all the way down. Timer went off. Next minutes, just your right kicks on, just your left kicks on the back. We did that. Sick. You know, like, and then we'll probably do it like it's a part of those. I look at those drills and fundament as as a fundamental to my guys. You know, like we've got a very young. Yep. I want to say young team, like a young experienced team. Like we got a lot of newbies, so it's like. I don't mind running running him down a ladder, learning those basics yep. for the time of a, of, a, of you know like an extended period of yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. And also, you know like mean? with you know, say like being asked, and if you're not getting those things, what do you do? Well, it's like anything. If you're not, if you don't think you're getting what you need out of your training, then go somewhere else. But do it the right way. But you could ask too. at the same time. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, are you not getting taught that because everyone in the gym is balanced? Yeah, yeah like, I, I don't have problems with any of my guys falling yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, you know, maybe one out of 15 yeah, so might have balance issues. Yeah. yeah, and you work that with that one person. If someone's not needing it, like, I teach my stance or whatever for my guys, and then yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really have problems with everyone falling over yeah. or anything. So, but that's where your balance fundamentals start with your stance. Exactly. You know? right. like, so, like, that's. so. And how do you teach anything else without them in a stance anyway? That's right, yeah. So, yeah, so it, it kind of. It comes down to, you know, how people are being taught as beginners. Yeah. Are you being taught to stand properly? If you're being taught to stand properly, then then there you go. That's your fundamental stance, yeah. balance, all that sort of stuff. Here's another one. If you don't think that you're receiving those key points as a fundamental, ask for a PT. You know what I mean? Like, it could just be that simple where it's like, oh, fuck, man. I, like, it might not be that you're not getting taught the fundamentals, you might not be understanding the fundamentals. So, you know, like, yep. is it that your trainer's not teaching you or is it that you're not understanding? Yeah, where, where, you, the, where, you know it mean? hasn't been said, this is the fundamentals yeah, yeah, and yeah. here we are doing stuff. That's right. Like, right. I'll do stuff like, I, my brain shoots all over the shop all the time. Clearly. Right? Or, clearly. <laughs> so, like, but I'll do that. So, because my brain works like that, I'll try and do that when I explain a combination or explain yep. what we're doing. So it's like, uh, man, I do this stupid thing. I talk about a body rip. Like if I'm gonna throw a left body rip, I say to people, think you're Wolverine, you got your claws coming out and you've got to come up from almost just above the hip and you're still gonna stab them in the heart. Stupid shit like that, right? It's just the angle of your punch, but yep. it's like a way to break it down. It, 
I may say that one time, then the next day, okay, you're gonna transfer your weight to your back leg, and that's how you're gonna transfer your weight. Within one explanation of one combination, I could tell you three different ways yes. to say the exact same 100%. thing. 100%, yeah, same, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the exact, I'm and telling learning you the exact ones. same learning thing. Learning new analogies. Exactly. Yeah, man. man. Like, I, I do it all the time, yeah. all the fucking time. I talk about, you know, like with people getting people to throw their throw their hip and their shoulder across for a hook, for a hook or something. I'd be like, have you ever slammed a door before? It's half your fucking shit there. Throw, slam a door that's as true. hard as you can, and that's half what your body's doing. Yeah. So it's like, do that, and then the rest of the technique. Yeah, for it. sure. And so may not be that you're not learning. He may just need to explain it to you another, he or she may just need to explain it to another way. Yeah, for you sure. Like, oh, so ask for a PT. So and that's the thing. Can it's, you give me 10 minutes of your time? Yeah, we only, we only have, you know, so many minutes a day, so many minutes a session mm. to teach stuff. And we've got to have our priorities on also, what's going to keep people in the door? That's what I was just if about to say. If, if I spent the whole cl- a whole class just doing fundamentals with most people, you'd probably lose two or three of them yeah. very fucking quickly. Each week. Yeah. Each but, week. It, but if that's, you know, if I see someone who really needs that footwork or whatever, and I'm like, all right, you need to do this. And then I don't see them doing it. Then I'm like, man, you need to find some time to be working on this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then it's up to you as a, as a human to go, I don't get it. I thought I was doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then if you don't get it, then you may need some more one-on-one time. Yeah. And, and man, that extra effort it takes to teach those things sometimes, they take time hmm. and it takes time away from the whole class when one person is struggling with it. Yeah. Man, that one person needs to lose a little bit of that selfishness I guess and go how much is a PT how much how much is a 45 minute PT yeah. can we work on this stuff yeah we can work on it we'll mix it up with other stuff because otherwise you get bored as well yeah like and then the other like or you could like you may be you may be lucky enough to be able to catch them in between and you can just yeah. ask them quickly don't get butt hurt if you can't have the full amount of time because yeah. you know you know what I mean like yeah. it could be start, like yeah, sometimes you just need, hey, when I'm doing this, what do you mean by that? Oh, what I mean by that is this. And you might not need the whole fucking 45-minute PT. Yes. You might just need that. Oh, what I mean by this is you turn your foot this way. You know? Yeah, or you know, like, and it yep. could just be that little fucking question. Yes, you know, like absolutely. Just, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask to have it explained another way. If you're a coach, don't get frustrated when your guy doesn't understand the one way that you're saying it either. You may need to readjust for yeah. them. Not everyone is the same person. Yeah, because like you I, didn't learn the same way. For me to get hip rotation on a knee, I have push your hip over my shoulder, over my opposite shoulder, or I have swap your hand for your elbow, shoulder. Like yeah, lift yeah, your shoulder yeah, up. Yeah. Throw your shoulder to the ceiling. Like, or some some people just come up on your toes. Yeah. But it's, it gets the same result. Yeah. But you have to say things totally different to get I that same result. My yeah. client who I've known forever. Yeah. She cannot throw a left uppercut. I ask her to throw a left uppercut. She can't do it. I ask her to throw a left rip. Beautiful left uppercut. Like. What the hell's going on, mate? <laughs> yeah, but that's you know every, every and as a trainer, every student's different, and different strokes for different folks. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I'm saying, and we you sometimes just need to figure it out. But yeah, figure it out. Um, yeah. So sometimes not always the trainer's fault. No. Sometimes is the trainer's fault. Mm. But if they can't teach you in a one-on-one setting the stuff that you feel you're lacking. But sometimes someone will go, oh, I'm not getting enough of this. 
and they ask you about it, I'm like, there's a reason. You don't fucking need it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. Or how about you just now do what you're being told to do and you'll realise that that's not what the fucking problem is. The problem is yeah. you're being lazy or the problem yeah. is you're not, you know. It, <laughs> it's, it's not a simple answer, really. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, nah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, in a roundabout way, importance of fundamentals, very important. Very. All right. Should it be in your program? Yes. What do you do if your trainer doesn't do it for you? Ask them. Ask them. Yep. yep. Ask them. If they don't help you, move. Yeah. Correctly. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Which is fine. Um, I'll go, we'll finish on that big question um, that I sent through to you. Yeah. But we'll finish on that, but I've got one more here. Um, another technical one is... Blocking push kicks, teeps um, at a high level versus amateur. Is there a difference? If so, explain. Um, very technical breakdown, I guess, and hard to do without a video. But you know what your next video is, don't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm I've got my next video planned. But yes, de- definitely. Third video. De- yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, very soon. I love the tape, as you know. Like, I love. We just, worked a whole night on them the other night. All we did yeah. was tape, and the next day I come in and all of them complaining about their hip thrusts. <laughs> I'm like, mate, right. <laughs> Happy times. Yeah, have hands. Um, so, I personally, as a fighter, was shit at, to, at blocking, at, at, I don't know, what's the word, parrying or whatever. I don't know. I, I use it in English. Parrying like, a tape. Yeah, entire, okay, tape. entire go, but, but, like, it's like pushing it away. Yeah. Um, deflecting yeah deflecting yeah deflecting is a good one probably probably your best bet is to deflect yeah like I I make the mistake now of deflecting their left tape with my right hand that's yep. my that's my go to I don't know why it still works but do you have a uh, like you know like when you deflect when you teach deflecting of a tip do you like you use both hands left to left right to right yeah okay yeah so left to left reason being is Okay, so if I go to throw a teep and you're moving your right like I do, I would read that and I'd, then I'd go fake that teep, throw a left hook and I'd fucking guarantee I'd hit you. Yeah. Because my right hand's dropping to move that teep. So you go left to left, so your right hand's still up, you're still yeah, protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so left to left, like parrying outwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing it outwards, turning them off and then countering. Don't just do it and do nothing. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. get, get that counter. Um, the other option is... I used to wear my... T- I've, I've, teeps were my kryptonite. As a fighter, if I fought someone who could teep, I used to just do my head in. I'd get, fr- <laughs> I'd get frustrated. I'd, yeah. I wouldn't be able to... I, I don't I didn't have the reactions as a fighter to, to, to defend against Deal that. with the teep, yeah. Yeah. Like now I do a bit of... You know, I'll wear it, have faith in my guts, wear it, catch it on the rebound, get the Achilles between your thumb and forefinger, put your other hand over the top, and own it, you know, like yeah. then you can, man, throw the leg up in the air. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. that's an easy one. Like, just lift it and keep going, yeah. keep going up. They're going to fall backwards. My favorite is the pull. Yeah, pull yeah, pull. Yeah. Uh, pull them and then lift yeah. up the other way. Yeah, there's that one where you get it in the Achilles, you drop. Yeah. And you go backwards. You're that, going backwards. Yeah, so that, they're trying yeah. to pull out, but it's it's hooked in there and you, you pull and you can throw in whichever direction you want to go and then yeah. come up into a kick. But yeah, you always, you know, always try and have the counter for that, that shot. Um, you know, I might fucking try and get onto a video of this one first. Actually, I might do. I, I'm trying. <coughs> I'm trying not to add any defense stuff in until I've broken down all the main shots. But I do like this. Because a tape. If, if someone can tape, you've seen me spar. If I don't want to spar, tape. 
I'm just taping. I'm sparring. I'm taping because I don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. you ain't hitting me. I ain't get. I ain't using much energy. Yeah. I'm sitting, duck, 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 duck. And then I put my toes in. There's different ways of doing that. Did you? Uh, is there anybody you fought that had that you could say had the best take? Had a real good take? Yeah. This. I think I there's one round of it up on YouTube on my YouTube channel. His name's Bumper Gun. I fought him two or three times. Did I end up having the third? No, I think that was when I did my back a week out from that, I reckon. From the third fight. Can't fucking remember. Getting old. <laughs> um, I it was a it was a good fight and I was literally the first fight was like really good. It was like a real close sort of fight. He won. He clearly won. But it was for me it was like it was a good war. It was a good five rounder. I fought yeah. again six days later. I had one bruise on my body. It was great. It was just yeah, one of those yeah, fights, yeah. you know. So the second time I was prepared for exactly what he did in that fight. And then I fucking really tried to pressure him in the second one. And he fucking just sat back and just taped my inside legs. Just opposite side, boom, inside of the leg. Inside, not to the front of the knee, just inside of the legs. Bop, bop, bop the body bop bop nothing in him but just I'd walk into the next one I'd walk into the next one I'd walk into the next one he was a real good female style he was just you look at him and he was just a fat young kid he was like 19 way overweight fighting like I was about 75 76 kilos at the time and he was like 83 84 but just fat yeah no real power in anything he had um but technically brilliant yeah and he actually went on to because he was at uni at that time, so he wasn't training even. He'd just fight a lot. Yeah, right. Fighting foreigners. Um, Matthew Semper fought him as well. Matthew Semper's the um, the African-American guy with the afro from uh, okay. Tiger Muay Thai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they fought, I think, a couple of times as well. He fought everyone around that era, around around the like yeah, mid okay. to late 70s, 70 kilo guys. But then he went on to be actually... Like once he finished uni, he went on to training and ended up being like skinny and fucking good. He never went on to the stadiums because yeah, okay, it was too yeah. late, but never went on to the big stadiums like in Bangkok and that. But like, you know, he was just one of those Phuket fighters that yeah. that was good. And, he, and he's think he had a good team. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah, I'd, love, I'd actually love to see where he's, I'd love to be able to find him on I, social media because it was actually a real lot. We got, yeah, cut, we, yeah. got we cut each other. Yeah. We fucking oh, sat there getting stitched up together. Yeah, like, yeah. We became friends, you know? Yeah, that fucking yeah. Yeah, thing about it. Yeah. I, got, I think. Um, I didn't really have much of a dude who was... You know who teeped me the most I'd ever been teeped before? It was um, Ben Myung. Teeped me more than anyone else. Yeah, Anyone else I've fought ever. That's because you and never, got, never got, had that fight against George Mann. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, not, not upset about that. Fight announcement. Ben Millington um, versus Jack Spacey. Jack Spacey. He, so uh, Jack yeah. and Trent that were both fighting yeah, the brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jack's having, Yeah, Jack's having his comeback. Yeah, and right. And it's Ben Millington. Oh, cool. What show? That's that? on Apex. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, that's a pretty cool, cool. matchup, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, that will be good. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I heard that the other day. Jack Spacey came in the gym when I was down at Rikers, I reckon. Okay. Ages yeah. Like, obviously, ages and ages yeah. now, but... Yeah, right. Yeah, no, he's got good a good kid. on him. Good old, kid. Old, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, he does. Ben's actually quite good all round, hey? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see how this fight goes. But he's... Yeah, he has a lot of potential, you know. Very early in his career, so you can't really say he's good, but he he's got a lot of potential mm. to see mm. what what comes. Strong, you know? like he's a yeah. strong dude. Yeah, like to yeah. Hold Phys- him yeah. Physically, physically strong. strong, 
yeah. physically and like you know back to the fundamentals he's basically yeah. basically like balanced and yeah yeah very much yeah so. yep, very very, much very so. well planted yep without getting his legs chopped because he's too planted yes you know yeah it's that that happy medium yeah I guess. yeah that's right yeah, it'll be good to see where he goes. That'll be a good fight, actually. Yeah. So back to the back to the question quickly. Um, overrun. Um, there is no real difference between pro and amateur as far as, or like you know, experience, inexperience. What you should be doing to um, to counter teeps, but just fucking practice them. That's one thing I wish I did a lot more of. Teeps. I wish. I wish I. I wish I did drills of parrying, 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 like yeah, getting them out of yeah. the way. You know, not wearing them. Yeah. We do, be, we do a warm-up drill where it's just like no gloves on. Jab, yep. teep, catch, throw. Jab, teep, catch. Like one jab, one throw. Yep. Like get your distance, three teep, yep. catch and throw. Just that sort of like reaction sort yeah, of Yeah, if thing. you're good at teeps, you can almost be unbeatable. Like George Mann. Yeah. You Not because of his size, because he's good at teeps. Because he's fucking good at teeps. <laughs> just happens that teep is seven foot long as well. But <laughs> yeah. he, yeah, it's, if you've got a... Yeah, learn how to learn how to use. If you learn how to use a tape, you're going to be very hard, very hard to beat. Mm. Now, is this was that the last one? Yes, yeah, yes. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Want me to read, or you want to read it? Or I will try and read because I'm a spaz and I can't. Now, so uh, now this question is: When nominating a fighter, should trainers have to disclose a full combat sports record? So it's like. Into clubs, K1, ISKA, boxing, MMA, all that sort of stuff. Should you need to disclaim that? Now, I think you and I have around the same sort of que- same sort of answer. But I'll let you lead it. Oh, hang on. I'm going to say, I'll go through the list first. Into clubs? No, sparring. Any, um, the ISKA stuff. So here, ISKA, people in South Australia won't, will not know what they mean by this. In South Australia, ISCA is just another sanctioning body that runs shows. In other states, they have ISCA like point sparring. It's like here we used to have national all stars where you don't actually belt the person, but it's like on a mat. I think you just have it in WA, don't you? Is okay. The, I think I think they have those those days. It's like it's like on a mat. It's on mats. It's more of like a karate fucking tournament. Yeah, okay. And right. it's like yeah, that shit doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't affect how you how you go in Muay Thai. Um, then the so anything that's in actually a fight a registered fight and where you know states like Queensland for instance where there's no fucking um, there's no s- government body man this is where the fucking problem's at with that Wild West style yeah like man you can just lie people do it all the fucking time they, they don't they don't disclose anything because there's no fucking registration of it. Yeah, yeah. They're going yeah. into a fight. Oh, it's my first fight, but they've had like 18 fucking boxing fights. They, if it's an MMA fight, doesn't affect Muay Thai anyway because MMA shit. Um, <laughs> no, but it's it's the thing is it's ring time, you know. And yes, disclose it. It shouldn't make a huge difference. K1, Muay Thai, K1, boxing, MMA, they're fights. That stuff is what affects the more so. Yeah. But just disclose, like we spoke about, like how long you've been, how, how good your guy is. Yeah. Like be straight up. Don't winning is not the be all and end all. Winning is the result of things working out right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's like um yeah like like what I was saying to you as well. It's like the the time spent is like can be very 
like like you may only had one fight, but you've been training eighteen years yes. nonstop every day. Yeah. That's di- there's a difference between. Yeah, like yeah. we went over this with um, Panna versus Ben Millington. Exactly. Yeah. Same amount of fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Panna's been Panna had his first fight April last year. You know, like this, Ben's were over a period of time. Yeah, that's right. In that case, the the number of fights means fucking nothing. Mm. Yes, disclose that stuff. But I would I literally nominate Panna like. With most of my guys, if I'm going to nominate them, you know, to the to a promoter, I I give a little bit of a rundown about them. Mm. I give their records first, and then it's like, oh, here's a potential fight, and I'm like, look, my guy's not that good. Yeah. Or 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 Panna, like Panna's fighting on the amateur show in Victoria next weekend, and the promoter was like, oh, you know, it's a real amateur show. He's had eight fights. I'm like, he's a very amateur fighter. Yeah, yeah. Like eight fights. It was only, fuck. Nine, eight months ago, nine months ago, that he fought on Vama for his second fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like right, yeah. these guys, the guy, he could probably fight that guy that he fought again on Vama. Yeah. And that guy may have only had one more fight. Yes. That's right. Panas will be having his ninth fight. Yeah, but they could still be evenly matched. But it know? doesn't mean shit. It's, you've got to be honest about it, but be honest about who your guy is. Don't fucking, I'm happy to put my guy in and go, look, my, this guy's good. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's his first fight, but he's fucking good. Or it's his first fight and he's really, like, really basic. Or he's really strong in the clinch, not good at anything else. Like, I tell promoters that. I tell other trainers that. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Be, I'll be honest. The guys that aren't doing this, man, don't do it. Whatever, I don't give a fuck about you. You know, like, if you're, if you're doing whatever it takes to win, you can get fucked out of my life anyway, really. Like, I don't actually care about those, those kinds of trainers. Yeah. Don't fuck, don't be putting your guy in who's had, you know, six boxing fights, putting them in for their first Muay Thai fight and not saying they've had fucking yeah, six yeah. boxing fights because that puts my guy in danger. Not knowing. That's right. If they've yeah. had six boxing fights, we know to worry about hands. So yeah. then I could, I'd still let my guy take the fight probably. But at least you know, yeah. oh, this guy's probably going to be hand heavy clinch or you're like, you've got a, like a somewhat game plan to go in yeah. to fight someone who's had experience yeah. before. You know? Yep. And you this is And where... that's all you're doing. Like that's all that's all that's all any coach is doing with that, as in like we're just looking out for the development of our own fighter. Yep. yep. And you know, there's gyms like like you've said, like we've spoke about you like you'll put your guys in and, and do that. Like explain like and you know like it, it it's a, it like might be a tough fight but you you can you know you're gonna take it and all. Yep. Um if you're gonna be the gym that's only looking out for your reputation then that's when your fighters are gonna um, probably not get the best experience, yep. or, or get the best. They're gonna be fa- they're gonna fake their way up to the top, yep. Yep. you know, because you're gonna pick select fights that are gonna get them there, which is great. And then when they're there, they're gonna walk into a fucking monster who's gonna who's got it yep. the right way, yep. and they're gonna beat the shit out of you, dude. I think it's gonna on be a bigger stage. Yes, for sure. And I think this is where, like, you know, the government. It, you know all this fucking rigmarole to have fights to be registered to fight and stuff okay then do your fucking job let's have a database where anyone can go in there yeah and because right now you can you know we have our government people it's better in the states to have their combat sports commission because that's very very well run it's yeah. fucked it's so restricted and shit but it's so well run that you there is no secrets no whereas you know, here in South Australia, you can fight amateur boxing, and unless you fucking ask someone, you're not going to know if you're fighting Muay Thai. Whereas if you go on in that, you know, if you 
if it's under you know like the sports commission like the boxing commission or whatever you go onto this website all right let's search so and so this is their matchup so joe blogs hit joe blogs ah oh, he's had six boxing fights why wasn't that ever mentioned yeah, yeah yeah you know that that shit will be on a database which is what the government should be fucking yeah. doing that should be yeah. their fucking job as if we're going to be if they're looking after our health and safety yeah then okay make it that we can see everything that's going on yeah. for our health and safety i think that's what happened when i first came here because i walked into obviously i'd obviously i had one amateur boxing fight before i'd moved here and yeah. then moved here and then my amateur boxing fights were because I just I could have because I'd come from a different state yeah I could have disclosed that I'd had none yeah 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 you know, oh yeah I had one amateur boxing fight could have completely lied about not having any MMA or any Muay Thai fights at all yeah man and rolled in against another dude who's only and had gained one nothing fight, from saying gained that. nothing yep. from it myself but I get a good fucking like yeah and on top of that they still don't know that I fought any, anywhere else so in their eyes I'm still only a three fight fighter yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So and then not, you're knocking out novices. Out. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And so, and then you look like, oh, I'm a good novice. They're trained that dude as a good novice. You know, it's like, but really, if I can just pull the wool over everyone's eyes. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's... Experience is so much in this sport that, like, like you're at, like, as you said, like, um, with Panna. Like, Panna's had eight fights. He's, he's, he's not an eight-fight fighter or whatever you said he was but he has eight fights of experience so like walking up and getting in those ropes eight times definitely plays a big part i think as in like you don't have so many jitters yeah yeah you, you, you know you, what you I mean? like, you, like you're, you're calm yeah going, you've yeah, had eight probably, experiences yeah of but pumping out eight fights can also kind of like how it has with him like now he's like fuck because he lost four straight or whatever. Well, yeah, and then now his experience is up and he's got to fight those other dudes who've had that many fights yeah, as so, well. Yeah, so it's kind of... If everyone was doing it, it'd be great. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and, you know, with Panna, like, he... You know, now we're trying to find it, you know, get his head in the right spot going in there to all that sort of shit, you know. I think, and I think one of the only positives to come out of SA Muay Thai last year through all this bullshit is the fact that more people last year took fights against people who have fought before for their first fights than I've ever seen in South Australia. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, I had... Um, Dog Rolled had three fights and he fought a dude having his first fight. You know, like, um, Simon, um, he fought a dude who was having his first fight and it was, his, it was Simon's third fight. You know, like, um, Alicia fought a girl and had two fights and she, it was her first fight. You know, like... It's people are starting to do something they never used to fucking do. They only ever used to fight oh, first timer versus first timer, first timer versus second timer. Yeah. Whereas now it's proving that you don't actually have to have fought before to still beat someone who's fought before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the thing. Like I, be- I love the amateur boxing style where it's it's up to this number. Yeah. Where I, I believe up to say eight fights. Fuck, it's a free-for-all, bro. Fair game, yeah. Yeah, man. Under eight fights, you're in. Yeah. Like, it's... They do it... How do they do an amateur? I think they do five, ten, fifteen. Five works perfectly. Yeah, so five is like you're a novice. Yep. And then once you've had five fights, you're an intermediate. Yep. And then once you've had ten fights, I think you become an open. Yep. Fifteen. Maybe it's fifteen. Fifteen, you're open. Yeah, so maybe it's like, yeah, five a novice, then five to ten. No, yeah, five to... 15 you must be a, yeah. an intermediate yeah so, so you've that, got more time in the middle of the yeah yeah of the for sure and that, and that makes sense though you know like I think four first timers 
fight anyone up to five fights. Yeah. Yeah, we're just about to roll into that with our... Beck and I were only talking about it about two nights ago. We're about to roll into our first boxing thing. We've got a couple of dudes who are new. Yep. Um, going in for their first... For like their first fights. And I said to Beck, I said... It's not like it's a, it's that same thing. Where's the fighter coming from? Yep. Because we know, like we know, gyms, we know their strength of, yep. of the guy. Because boxing is very different in the fact that, like, some of those dudes will wait two years and not let them fight for two years. When on the other the other hand, you know yourself, you wait. You've got three months. You're in, buddy. You yeah, want to yeah, go yeah. in? Let's jump so in. So most most th- most gyms is what I've been whinging about forever. Most gyms will do the whole. Make their guys. He's not ready. Yet. He's yeah, not yeah. Ready like, yet. Well, man, what the fuck is. are you waiting for? Yeah, yeah. Like, what fucking ready are you talking about? Ready to be a world champion? Yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. they're not fucking ready. Nah. So, so we've got our guys coming up, and I said to Beck last night, I said we take it. You know, like they're novices. We take a dude who's had four fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, especially now too, because four fights now is four fights they would have had it over the year, maybe two or three. Because of the way that fucking fight shows have been. Yeah, man. So like now, like your your eight fights or your three fights could have been done over three years. So they're not really in there in there as much either. So that's when that's almost when you can look at like experience not getting gained because they have one such a big break. It's like they're doing. See, it all I, th- over I still, again. I, but for me though, honestly, the fight doesn't make such a difference. Then the skill level does. So like the Ben Millington thing, like yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, goes yeah, to that right, analogy. Yeah. So. Panna's had eight fights very fucking quickly. Yes. Like, he hasn't learnt fuck all from that first no, that's or that eight. right. Yeah, that's ben right. Ben Millington has learnt something between each fight, like, probably for months between each fight. Yeah, true. So that's probably, the bit, that's probably where I think if they'd had the four fights last year... Yeah. Cool. If they've had the four fights from 2018... That's fucking four years of experience. Yeah, that's and, right. And yeah. yes, they might still get the nerves just that first minute... That's really affected yeah. by the nerves, but then after but that, that, their experience early in comes career, on. Though, you reckon it's only that much? Because I mean, like, I, like thinking back to like, like I know, be. I know, it's, yeah, I know it's ages ago since we've had our first sort of fight. But if you think back to like the like, I can't even remember. Obviously, now I definitely can't. But back then, I can remember having conversations with like, going, I can't even remember what you said to me in between rounds. Yeah. You know, like so. I think and like by. Like Panna now could probably come out and go. I remember what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. So I suppose that's four the, or five fights is where, where... Ca- I suppose I'm looking at the calm. Yeah, yeah. You know the calm of the yeah. situation. You know, like through. I I believe yeah. four or five fights is where you start to. That's when you start to only be nervous for that first minute. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I find. Yeah. So so that first, you know, when you get fighting someone who's had four fights since your first time, you're only really I believe at risk for that first minute when. Like that other person is only at risk for that first minute. Yeah, After yeah. that first minute is where you're going to see them come aw- come away with their experience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whereas the person who's newer is going to be that first minute for the whole fucking six minutes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, fucking, I I, I do think any fight experience needs to be said. Yeah. And if you are actually counting like those Isca tournament fights as a fight, you're a fucking loser. If you're counting fucking interclubs as a fight, if you post that you've had a fight, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> like, legit though, right? Like, you, 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 it's not a fucking fight, unless it's a red... Yeah. That's like people who, who do BJJ and call themselves a fight. I'm having a fight. No, you're not. You're, you're doing a competition. It's different. Yeah. It's still a... Co- it's, yeah. it's a competition. You're competing. It's, their, it's not I a fight, I suppose though. the only thing uh, with, like, it's their version of their fight. 
because they have no fight. But it's not called a fight. It's called a competition. Or yeah, it's it's a match. Yeah, match. You know, like, yeah. yeah, it's a grappling match. So so, as but it's it's a like it's, see fight, an interclub know? sparring day is not an interclub fight. No, it's a sparring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's call it what it is. Yeah. So fuck fuck promoters don't need to know how many interclubs someone's done. No. Like. I remember ages ago, fucking Ethan said something about, oh, now I'm going to have to start asking people what, how many interclubs they've done to even up. All because one gym had a whinge about everyone doing interclubs. Man, then, then be part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't whinge about it. Be you part of it. Yeah. I don't want to be part of it because it's not sanctioned. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. It's yeah. taking away from your own people because for what? Like, yeah. why do you want it sanctioned? So then it goes on your record. Yeah. But then you, if it, once it's on your record, then then it's going to step up a level where everyone starts trying to bash each other. That's right, yeah. And that's not what it's about. That's right, yeah, yeah. And so promoters don't need to know how many interclubs you've done. They don't need to know how fucking... Just need to know how good your dude is. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Is he good or not? Like, and is he going to vote, like, is he knocking dudes out in your gym or is he fucking like... Yeah, yeah. is he, is he uh, you know, and if he's had a few fights, then it's up to the promoter to know them anyway. That's right. Like, it's, don't that's go, right. oh... That's like going back to the fingers on the pulse thing of, yeah. like, knowing... Knowing your market of your of your fighters that you're getting. Yeah, I'm even as far as like I've said it before. Between amateur and pro, when you go pro, it shouldn't fucking matter what your amateur record was. No, it should not fucking matter. You're fighting pro now, man. You've had one pro fight. All right, I'm going to put my my guy in against someone who's having their pro debut as well. Or, all right, I have faith in my guy. I'm going to put him in. I'm I'm happy to put him in against someone who's had five or six pro fights. Yeah, like um. Was his name Nikita Zhu? The dude who he's yeah. fighting like yeah. had, had about five or six fights, right? Yeah, pro okay, fights, yeah. like that's that's his pro debut. That's he's got his trainer's got and his manager's got faith in him as a as an amateur that's right. and going into his pro. So all you should need to do then, like everywhere else in the fucking world, aside from Australia, you have your amateur career and then you start it again. And yeah. and when you're going pro, okay, okay, it's their pro debut. Doesn't fucking matter what their amateur record was. No, that's right. No one talks about how many fights George Mann had as an amateur. No. No one talks about how many fights fucking Max McVicker had as an amateur. They talk about what their record is as a pro because they're fighting pro. Yeah. So you, as a, as a trainer, need to be honest and and as a pro, then it's no longer your fucking. It, you know, you should no longer have to be the one to disclose that shit. Yeah. That's it, right, you know yeah. what I mean? That that's where the promoters need to have their finger on the pulse. The only time is if you move like like from overseas or no one knows who you are. Yeah. Boom. Or you're coming from another discipline, which is That's which right. was mentioned in there. If you're coming over from another discipline, say you've had um, who's who's a good example? Someone like um, ben. nah nah for like a going a, from one to the other in, interstate sort of guy who's like um, back in the day, say a. I can't even think. Oh, no, that doesn't even work. So, just some, say someone fought heaps of fucking kickboxing, right? Heaps of kickboxing fights, and then they're going over to Muay Thai. And I'll be straight up. I don't know who most of the kickboxers are. Um, as I said, because I don't care. It's yeah. not my thing. It's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who the kickboxers are. But if then a kickboxer comes over to Muay Thai, I'm like, oh, this is a new guy. That's what I'm going to think. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you've had fights is where you as a trainer need to be fucking honest about your fighter. Okay, he's actually he's actually like twenty seven and zero in kickboxing. This is his first Muay Thai fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so we I'd give him someone who's had ten fights or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. That kind of yeah. Thing. yeah. But it's you've definitely got to 
fights are important to be told to promoters. But as a pro, most pro- most promoters should know who people are anyway. Yeah. That was a fucking very long-winded answer, eh? Well, I suppose, and, and the roundup is the amount of fights and their experience are the two things that you should be telling your promoter. Don't fucking lie. Yeah. You don't, all... don't hand, if you're hand-feeding your fighters... I'm your dog. Yeah, you're a fuckhead anyway. <laughs> like, honestly, you're actually the worst of the worst kind of fucking people in this sport if you're doing whatever it takes just for your guy to win. I fucking hate you people. Like, honestly, you don't fucking do anything good for this sport at all. You're actually a fuckhead. It's a... Uh... Yeah, it'll strangle the sport as opposed yeah. to... Yeah! You know, like, like you're, you're putting other people's lives at risk so you can have another fucking win on your record? Get fucked. Yeah. Like, fucking just be straight up and say, look, my guy's a fucking animal. This yeah. Guy, this guy's a fucking beast. I'm happy for him to fight whoever at that weight. You know, like, be like that. And then... then be when, that confident. Then as a promoter, don't be a fucking dog because that guy sells tickets... You go to the other court. This guy's actually really fucking good. Are you? Do you want to step up and fight? Yeah, this guy? that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just takes honesty. Like you don't have to know how many interclubs someone's done, how many fucking ISCA tournaments, how many fucking, how many times they wank a day. You don't need to know that shit. It's not important. Yeah. The important bit is how good your guy is, and and then promoters know the trainers know. Okay, this guy says his guy's really shit. He's lied to me 15 times. Yeah. Let's do some research on this guy. Yeah. Although this this guy said his guy's really, really strong and his guys get knocked out every fight, there's a fair chance he's not fucking strong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is a, a thing that I found. Coaches, trainers, players are not meant to be an accolade for you to take credit for. They are human who, can, who you can add value to. It's an honour to serve the athlete. Do not make their... Oh, you did not make them. You were entrusted to serve them, be a value, uh, be a value add, not a promotional add. Celebrate. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit yay and nay with that. I, 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 get, I get the story. Things, yeah, yeah. I get the story behind it, but it sounds like it was made by some fucking millennial who who thinks they're self-made. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, what the. You know, our well, generation. What I was trying to say is, don't be a dog by putting in your fighter, t- saying that they're shit, just to make you look like a good trainer. Yes, yes, that's yes. what I got. Which out is of which? This, which is the thing. exact problem, man. Probably the two worst states for that is South Australia and Queensland. Yeah, okay, right. Where people just lie about their fucking. It's harder to get away with it here because it's so small. Yeah. But not lie about it, but they only match their guys to win. Yeah. Or only. They only go on a certain promotion because they know they'll get looked after. They only fuck... Yeah, it's... But Queensland, man, they just lie through their fucking teeth how many fucking fights they've but had. But that, that rolls back to the governing body thing in the end, doesn't it? Like having a good, strong governing body that's got... And as you said, there's red tape and all the shit that we've got to jump through. But yep. better we jump through that than have it be the Wild West, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's what I just, mean, yeah. as, as long as they're doing their job to, you know, to the... It's not to the best of their ability, like in South Australia right now. So we have to do it all ourselves. But yeah. it's if it actually was helpful, great. Mm. Like, yeah, we're just lucky that we're a small state and we can see everything that's going on pretty that's much. Right. That's and right. you know, I don't know much in the amateur boxing scene, but I can ask you. Do you know so and so? You know, yeah, I mean? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's like even if even yeah, not not like even if you don't know them, I can know their gym and their yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. I don't think we've forgotten any questions, but if no. I ha- if we have, just resend them. Yeah, please send it through, and we'll put it on the next one for shits or me schnitzel. Okay. Um, we've got a visitor. My wife. <laughs> hello. Say hello. 
This is uh, this is Beck from honestly being Beck Moss. She's coming in solo. Yeah, we had a shout out on there yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, because the shout. Was it yesterday? Day before. Day before. Yeah. Day before. Yeah. Day before. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it, right, guys? So I have just what we might as well finish with this. Eh? We'll yeah. Fin- wrap it up. So yeah. So if we if we didn't answer your question, just send it back through again. Okay. On next week's podcast, Pinky and I will come up with some sort of. Uh, competition or some sort of little thing because we have a Ring Lovers podcast shirt here that I'm going to give away. And on next week, we're going to have Joey. Oh, that's right, Joey yes. and Bella. So, that, that'll so be any good. judging and refing questions that you need to know, shoot them through as well, especially. Um, just Muay Thai in general, but if you've got yeah. anything you want to know about judging and refing, this is going to be your time because yeah. we've got um, Joey Abella on who is arguably but i wouldn't argue with it is the the best judge or uh, that south australia has so he's very open he's very honest um everyone thinks he's on he sides with me but he's probably judged against my guys more than he's judged for them so get fucked and he's just not around good fucking dude he is a really good fucking dude dude. so i'm actually really looking forward to that and if Um, you're really bored jump on my fucking um instagram and have a look at the the picture of him standing next to my son holding wearing the belly pad and Focus me and have a look at the fucking dog comment that was put on it and my reply. Oh, cool. Yeah, have a look at that. Oh, look at that when I... Yeah. When I have, a bit of a, have, a bit of a, have a bit of a giggle and have a bit of a giggle at my reply. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, so that wraps it up for today. Um, thank you guys again for listening. Um, you can find me, Stand Up Guy Podcast, um, on Instagram um, and on Spotify too. That comes out every couple of days. Um, you can find Pinky on his Pinky Rants. He's also starting to do those... Um, uh, breakdowns of techniques on YouTube as well. Um, I watched that the other day. It's very good. I've told all my guys to watch it as well. They're good, so make sure you have a look. Um, Thank you. And uh, yeah, all around, guys. Thanks heaps for listening and being supportive. Make sure you follow us on the Instagrams as well. And um, fuck yeah. I think, fuck I think yeah. That's it. So uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy your Monday because it is Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>